Welcome to season five of the No Excuses Coaching Podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Can you believe season five already? I mean, yeah, because we did seasons one through four. And now, <laughs> now it's season, like, what did you think? was gonna, Did you think it was going to be season nine next? No, I'm just like, I feel like we're just like going through the seasons. It's really happening. This is episode 94, too, by the way. I'm like on serious countdown mode to 100 episodes. It's, it's happening. Cool. I think it's cool. We, like, we're, yeah. you know, we're official. We have a podcast. Just yeah. Episodes coming out, seasons. It's happening. Know, living that podcast life. Yeah. Li totally living it. Like, we're podcasters. We actually are podcasters now. Yeah. Crazy to think. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I, you know, I joined a um, this uh, you know um, new online portal for this program that I'm in now, and like you know, when you join a new online portal, it's like put in your name, upload a picture of you, and the picture of me, like I just like went to my hard drive and picked like the most recent selfie I had, which happened to be like me holding my microphone, and like in the picture, the microphone is like the same size as my face, and like it's like that little image is like that's a podcaster. Even yeah. though I'm not, you know, there's a lot more we do than podcasting, but, you know, it's there in the identity. It's it there is. Now. Yeah. It is. I mean, everybody knows me now with my mic and my setup. You know, when I get on Zoom calls with you, they're like, you're so professional. And I'm like, well, I have a podcast. So. That's right. That's right. I have a brick wall, which is historically like radio, DJ kind of background. Anyway, yeah. season five. Yeah, this season's good. This is the like the FU season. Yeah. Like yeah, we've had enough. <laughs> we've and, had yeah. Enough. To put it to put an immediately negative spin on it. Now this is the we're gonna do the tough love season. Mm -hmm. Because late in the last season, we kind of got into this like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that want to have success and they're not reaching success. And I think it's just, you know, we think it's just because, like, they're not being honest with themselves and the world isn't being honest with them. So let's have some, like, stark yeah. honesty for a season. Yeah. And I like that because I think the other feedback that we get, too, is, like, the conversations that we have are just, like, honest conversations about being a coach in the coaching industry, too. And, like, what we've had to go through to get to, you know, what we're doing now. Yeah. So um, it's just like another layer, right? Of those just blunt conversations about being a coach and like what you need to do to be successful. And sometimes yeah. that needs to come with a little bit of tough love. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be season five. We're just going to be talking about tough love, still sharing lists probably, because I feel like that's like the easiest way to communicate information. Yeah. I love a good list. Yeah, me too. Yeah. A good list. And, you know, we'll talk about other things too, probably. Good sure list. Ryan will continue to talk about his food cravings. Good conversation, good snacks, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's jump into uh, season one. No, season five, episode one. Episode one of the Tough Love season is the top five tough love tips yes th these are our top five tough love tips for you folks in the audience 
things that I don't think there's going to be any like huge, like no. new, like, oh my God, shock. But like, these are things that like, if you're, if you're not doing them, which nobody's doing these perfectly, um, it's important to have like the tough love reminder every now and then. Yeah. And here it is and today. Yeah. Five of them. We're, that's what we're here for. Yeah. We're here for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you need to hear these things, ladies and yeah. gentlemen and, and people in the audience. Yeah. And you know, Ryan and I were just talking about, you know, we were worrying is the tough love season going to be too negative? Cause we don't want to be downers with this season. Like we want it to be empowering and uplifting and inspiring for everyone. But sometimes there's like something that you need to hear in order to like take that next step forward. Yeah. You don't want to hear it, but you got to hear it. You know, that feeling. Yeah. So yeah. let's just yeah. set that intention that like moving forward with all of these episodes, it's not that we're trying to be, you know, demotivating or disempowering. We want success for everybody. I mean, that's my dream for everyone is that everyone's successful. Everyone can be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly. sometimes you just got to have a push, you know, you got to hear the something love, you don't want to hear. The loving push. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what tough love is about. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's why the word love is in there. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, All right. Let's get into it. Number one. Five tips. Tough love tips. Number one. And uh, this is a good one. Ladies and gentlemen and people, it's time to embrace accountability, which means take full responsibility for actions and decisions. Stop blaming others or external circumstances for your results and learn from mistakes and grow from them. That's yeah. personal accountability. Um, and that is definitely a characteristic of the successful entrepreneur or coach. I love that. And super important. And it's funny because I did my human design reading last night. I had a human design reading. And that's one of my designs is that I'm a provoker um, and I provoke people to take radical responsibility for themselves and their lives. That's just part cool. of like who I am. So, I was, so in the reading, I was like, oh, cool. So basically when I walk into a room, my energy is like provoking, <laughs> like I, I annoy people to, oh. you know, not annoy people in a bad way, but it's just like, just my presence is like, take responsibility for yourself. Um, to me, provoke and annoy are not the same to me. Like you can provoke people without annoying them. Exactly. But I think most people, when they hear the word provoke, it has like a negative connotation. Hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you need you in this example, you want to look at provoke as a positive thing. Like you're you're helping people take responsibility, radical responsibility for their life, yeah. their business, whatever they're doing. Um, yeah. And we all should be really doing that. Not not just if you're a coach, but just in general, like in your life, take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. That's a good one. Uh, embrace the accountability. Yeah, folks. it's a good reminder. Cool. Um, <laughs> easier said than done, perhaps. But yeah. uh, you got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number... How do you know if you're not? I guess is a, you know a good <laughs> a good thing to think about. How do you know when you're not taking responsibility? 
or embracing that accountability. I think a good way to know is if is if you catch yourself saying to yourself, I can't be successful at this because of that, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're putting the blame for why you can't get what you want in life on circumstances that are outside of yourself, um, you may not be at a full level of personal accountability, right? Again, yeah, of course there's stuff for everybody that's outside of our control, but for everything that's outside of our control, there's something else that's within our control. And so looking at what is within orienting ourselves, what is within our control that can impact whether or not we're getting what we want in life and orienting to that. Right. And and just asking myself, am I doing that? Right. Because if not, let's reorient. Right. Yeah. Then you're probably blaming. Yeah. Okay. Good. Number, Um, number two is set realistic goals and be persistent when you're pursuing those goals. I mean, we've talked about this tons on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I think the, you know, it sounds like simple and straightforward set realistic goals and persist, but as realistic and simple as that is, that's not what most people do. Most people set realistic goals face a challenge and change their goal repeatedly and predictably rather than setting a realistic goal. And when the challenges arise saying, okay, how can I overcome this challenge and stick to that original goal? Right. And so um, it's like, every time you do that, you're resetting, you know, whatever progress you had made back to zero. Every time you change the, the goal, I heard this really nice metaphor on a um, mindset coaching call I was on recently for part of the program that I'm in. And the metaphor was like, you know, reaching your goals is like putting a a pot of water on the stove to boil. You know, you put the water on, you turn on the heat to maximum, and it doesn't matter how good your stove is, there's going to be a time where there's heat going into the water and the water's not boiling. And that's like, you know, setting the pot on the stove is like setting the goal. Yeah. Turning on the heat is like creating effort towards your goal. But then getting mad when the water's not boiling yet kind of doesn't make sense. And worse yet, what some people will do is take that pot of water and say, well, this water's not boiling. Dump it in the sink and fill a different pot with different water and put it on a different burner and start the process from the beginning. When if they mm-hmm. just been persistent with the original pot, it eventually would have boiled, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we can put the question to the audience, where have you like had water that was 90% of the way to boiling and dumped it because you were impatient and started with a new pot on a new burner? Right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what being persistent with your goals is, is recognizing that there's that time where the water's sitting there, the heat is going in and it hasn't boiled yet but knowing it will. Yeah. And then once it does, it's a rapid boil, isn't it? Like it's just bubbling away. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Depends on the altitude, you know, (laughs) feet above sea level. I don't know. Anyways, uh, cool. Number three is a very good tough love tip. Mm. And it tells us you should accept and learn from failure. 
accept and learn from failure. Come to view failure as a part of the journey to success, Mm -hmm. um, which is a great tip. I mean, kind of the opposite of this is, you know, when things don't go right, we get overly frustrated. We take it as evidence that nothing's ever going to work. You know, we tend to catastrophize. It's like, okay, well, I didn't make that one sale. Therefore, business is impossible, right? Yeah. <laughs> we attach these meanings that, you know, logically don't make sense, but make us almost feel a sense of relief because it's like, well, it's not that I made the didn't make the sale because I could get better at sales. It's I didn't make the sale because life is not fair, right? Therefore, it's yeah. not my responsibility. But we want to come to see failure as data, as feedback, as, you know, we say in NLP land, there is no failure only yeah. feedback, only information. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's really just a setback. We talked about this like a bunch a couple of weeks ago, but it, it's like, you know, that was a, that was one of the beliefs that I created when I became an entrepreneur, right? That's what, that's the episode we were talking about that, where it's like, yeah. I see it all as a setback. It's just like, I wasn't ready yet to go to that le- next level. I needed to learn one more thing, or I need to you know, experience something else. And it's, you know, it's a good mindset to have because then you never are feeling disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And the other thing too, is like some people don't even get to the failure. Like they're, they're afraid of failing. So they're not even like really trying a lot of different things because they're, you know, they don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to look silly. They don't want to like make a mistake, but you know, then you don't experience either the success or the failure of that. Yeah. So, um, you know, recognizing if you're doing that too, that's, you want to stop doing that. Because what's the worst thing that's going to happen if you make a mistake or you get embarrassed or you mess up? Nothing, probably. You might feel silly for like five minutes or a day. And then you move on. Yeah. One time, you know, I went live on social media and um, my delivery wasn't as smooth as it could be. Mm -hmm. And just the entire economy of Canada just collapsed. And, you know, (laughs) millions of people were plunged into the depths of poverty. Right. But sometimes it feels like that. Like that's the pressure, like on an entrepreneur. Like if I don't get this thing perfectly, like everything is going to go horrible. And really, it's not like really that didn't happen, folks, the Canadian economy is and always has been and always will be strong or whatever. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So many times, so many times are, are, or you want to host a class or something, a mass class and no one shows up or one person shows up. Like I remember once doing a group hypnosis, past life regression, and I had one person show up yeah. and I could have taken that as a fail, but I was like, oh, well, I guess this was what it was supposed to be. And it ended up being great. So you know, you yeah. learn and you move on. Oh, so yeah, you learn and you move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, tough okay. Tough love there. Tough love. Number four on our list of tough love tips 2024 is uh, stop seeking constant approval. Ooh, this is mm. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Stop seeking constant approval. That That rush of dopamine from some type of validation, right? Yeah. Uh, of course, you want to value people's opinions and decisions. Um, 
but don't require them, right? You know, yeah. we, we talk about the difference between internal and external reference for knowing whether we're doing a good job or not. And we kind of want to have a balance of both. We want to pay attention to the feedback that we're getting out in the external world. But you also want to like know whether you've given a good effort or not, because sometimes you'll give a good effort and get zero feedback. And other times you'll give, you know, a poor effort and get, you know, sort of false positive feedback because people like you. So they're telling you you're doing well, even though your work wasn't as good as it could have been. Right. So, yeah, you know, we want to move away from this dependence on external validation, right. And see it more as data. Right. Yeah. And I think with that comes more confidence, right? Like this is, I see this a lot, especially in my breakthroughs. This is like a big piece of what a lot of people need help with is just trusting themselves and having confidence. And often that is a result of a a limiting belief from when you were a kid, something happened between mom and dad or you and mom or you and dad, and you don't trust yourself. And the only way you're going to build your confidence is actually by trusting yourself and your own judgment and, um, you know, speaking up and sharing your opinions and recognizing that you matter and that you're worthy and you're valuable in this world. So, you know, this one is like a big piece of tough love because this also requires you to do the work and really get real and honest with yourself and be like, okay, where am I, you know, why am I not trusting myself? Like, what is this stemming from? And maybe having to go a little bit deeper because that seeking for constant approval is, can also be like a trauma response. So, you know, this is a, this is a really, really huge topic and this could actually be like a whole episode. Um, Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Trust yourself. There you go. And do, do small things. You know what I mean? Like, um, just little things. Cause this was a big thing that I had to work through. And, and just even doing this podcast, like if I looked at episode four versus like episode 54, I've come a long way in terms of just like my own confidence in terms of giving my own opinion in this type of an environment and conversation mode. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Cool. I like it. And do, you know, in business, do some things because you like them and you want to do them. Right. Um, Especially like social media. Even this morning, I was thinking about like, because I got to get back into posting on Instagram more. I've been kind of focusing a ton of my energy on some client stuff I have going on and some programs I'm running behind the scenes. I was thinking like, you know, I was in a good rhythm posting a reel almost every day on Instagram. And I realized today, I kind of feel like just posting like normal value posts, which is like a selfie with a caption more often and i caught myself being like um yeah but what has the wider reach and i was like you know what sometimes it's okay to just post content that i feel like posting and totally forget how many likes or comments it's going to get and just know that the people that need to see it will see it right and that is connected to seeking external validation right there's a difference between like recognizing the data that is vanity metrics online and depending on vanity metrics for validation, right? There's a big difference. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And that's true. Like social media is a really good indicator of that. Like, how do you feel when you put a post out there and it doesn't perform the way you expect it to? 
And then yeah. how do you feel when a post performs? And does that have an impact on your day or, you know, like your afternoon or your energy for the week? Yeah. That's something like you really want to tune into. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Last one on the list. Uh, definitely the most exciting tip of them all. <laughs> and uh, the most, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here? You know? Fun. Exotic. I don't know. Fun. Yeah. Like people are going to hear this one and be like, oh, man, dropped a bombshell on us today, <laughs> Alana and Ryan. Anyway, so here it is. Hope I built it up enough. This one's going to blow you. Hold on to your groceries, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Prioritize number five tip is prioritize self-care and setting boundaries. Mm. Yeah. Hot tip. Hot tip right there. Hot tip. I mean, um. <laughs> so yeah, like not the most exciting tip in the world, but this is huge. Prioritizing, get your sleep, be hydrated. Don't let people walk all over you. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get like, just like sidebar again, your audience accepting your free value is not people walking all over you, ladies and gentlemen, right? Like oh, yeah. when you yeah. give away free value and like, People are willing and happy to like, you know, watch your reels and read your captions and accept your lead magnets, but they don't always become paying clients. That is not people walking all over you. Just uh, so we can put that line in the in the sand. That's people giving you the gift of their attention, um, which is something to be grateful for, in my opinion. Anyways, oh, totally. small sidebar, but still, totally. yeah, you know, unrelated to that, um, setting boundaries, right, and self care. What's your favorite self care thing these days, Alana? I mean, anything related to water. So like going to like body blitz or doing um, like anything like that, like going to like a, a, a soak, sauna, hot tub, cold plunge, steam, warm yeah. pool. Yeah, that's like my ultimate. Obviously, I'm not doing that all the time. But I don't know. I find every week, especially when I'm busy with clients, I have I I do one thing for me. Like I would go, I'll go get a facial, or I'll get my nails done, or I'll get a massage. Those are my like. I need to do that. But then also just going for a walk every day, going to my favorite coffee shop. That's self care for me. Going to bed early, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I got those you. are my big ones. Those are good ones. Yeah. One thing that I've been exploring a lot with lately, because I've just been feeling a little bit, I don't know, maybe overwhelmed or elevated in some way. I've just been asking myself every morning, what do you, what do you need? And it's been such an amazing question because like, how often do you ask yourself that question? What do I, what do I need in like yeah. today, right now? And it's so interesting what your, what your subconscious produces. When you ask yourself that question. Mm. What was the last thing you needed? Um, I needed to do. So I, I, I really have been wanting to do the somatic um, class that I purchased, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to be, be there live. And so that's what it told me I needed. And I didn't do it, <laughs> which is like making me and it keeps telling me you need to do this class. You need to do this class. But I keep ignoring it because I've just been busy and I can't. It's like two hours. Like I need to kind of carve out two hours to do it. 
So um, that's weighing on me. So I'm going to make the time to do that. But yeah. on the weekend, I asked myself and it was like, you need to have a nap. So I had a nap. Oh, actually, I did a hypnosis. I laid on the couch and did a hypnosis. But for me, that's kind of like napping. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's funny when you, when I asked myself that question, because I was listening to what you were saying, what do I, what was the question again? What do I need right now? Yeah. What do you need in this moment? Or what do you need today? Yeah. I pictured one of those giant Toblerone bars that they have at Costco <laughs> that are like a hundred dollars. And it's like, it's like three kilograms of Toblerone. That's yeah. what I vividly picked. I have never even had one of those. Yeah. Never seen them there. It's a seasonal thing. They have it at Costco yeah. in December. Seen I them used there. to get one every year for Christmas. Is the best one of those giant ones? Those like huge... well, not the not maybe that big, but it, it was probably this big. Yeah, because there's the no, there's the normal giant ones that you can get at like the grocery store that are like twenty or thirty or forty dollars, and they're like a one. Yeah. Okay. That's probably pound, the one. That's the like one. a one pound toll grown. But th this one, it's like at Costco. Like king size. It's like, like you could bring it to a family gathering of 20 people and it still <laughs> wouldn't be finished. Like it's that big. So when you said, so when I asked myself, what do I need right now in this moment? That is what my subconscious mind presented to me vividly. Go, go to Costco. What do you But I can't for? even get it because it's February and it's a seasonal thing. Mm. A follow-up question to that one, which I just, I just found out last night was also very good but it was so good it was like a, a question you ask yourself at the end of the day which is like what wisdom did you receive from that need or something like that what was it what like what, what wisdom did you receive from providing yourself with that need hmm. so it's like what do i at the beginning of the day it's like what do i need right now or in this moment if you're feeling really overwhelmed you could be like what do i need in this moment but then once you fulfill that need, then what wisdom did you receive from fulfilling that need? Oh. Hmm. Which is something you could like ask yourself before you go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So after I eat the giant Toblerone, I'll <laughs> ask myself, what wisdom did I fulfill from gorging myself on delicious Scandinavian chocolate? I think it's, is it Scandinavian? Where does Toblerone come from? I think Switzerland, isn't it? Swiss? Yeah. Chocolate? So was I was I right? Toblerone. Swiss. It's Swiss. Yeah. Is Switzerland Scandinavia? I, I feel don't. Like, I think it is. Is it? I feel like people think it is, but it isn't. Scandinavia. No. It's not. Sweden. Yeah. Sweden is. Sweden, but not Switzerland. Sweden, Norway, Denmark. Yeah. Make up. Scandinavia, but not Switzerland. Well, uh, you're going to have to edit that part of the podcast out because now I just sound ignorant <laughs> of Northern European geography, which is not what I want. I'll, t I'll edit that out. Don't worry. Um, and then I'll no, just leave it on Instagram. <laughs> leave it in. People need to know. I'm learning, everybody. I'm not perfect. Hey, I'm terrible when it comes to geography. So yeah, two peas in a pod here. Um, so cool. maybe should we just do a whole season on food <laughs> and, and like European geography? Yeah. Well, that's a niche. 
That's a niche. I had a really nice dinner and I had two really nice dinners in Austria Mm. when I was there. And one of them was like a traditional Austrian dinner. And it was like goose and like. um, Yeah. What is Austrian food exactly? Yeah, I didn't. I could I couldn't tell you. I've eaten it, but it was like what I had was like similar to like an American Thanksgiving dinner, but it was like Austrian. It was around the same time of year. Okay. Um so it was like goose instead of turkey or I don't know, something they refer to as goose and like instead of mashed potatoes it was like mashed um something else. I don't remember now. It was really really good. Really. Mm. And then same visit to to Vienna uh different night. Some of the best Chinese food I ever had at a Chinese oh. restaurant in Vienna. So, so good. And we have good Chinese food in Canada. Yeah, we do. Uh, but it's more but, Canadian uh, Chinese, don't you think? It's well, I mean. Canadian, I, I, Canadian-ified Chinese food? Yeah, there's like, yeah, there's like outside of China Chinese food. And then there's, I'm sure, inside of China Chinese food. I'm, you know, obviously we know it's a different thing. Yeah. So I'm talking about like outside of China, Chinese food, Vienna. In Canada. In Vienna. Yeah. Nice. Phenomenal. Yeah. In this one particular place that I went to that I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> Anyways, so that was number five tip. Prioritize self-care and boundaries. Um, yeah. Learn to say no. That's a big one. You got to say no. Got to say no. Mm-hmm. You got to. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. I think. I think we did it. I think we got it. Um, if you could put my um, office or no, my PO box address in the show notes in case anybody wants to ship me a giant Toblerone bar, I will accept those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got that. It's going to be it. Oh, we're hosting a workshop. Oh, yes. I was just going to say we have one more thing to to talk about real quick. After popular demand, we've decided to host a workshop where we teach you everything we know about starting a podcast and um, giving you the step-by-step on that. So that is coming up in March. Have we decided on the date for sure? Have we? I'm good with that date. Okay. So Thursday, March 21st, um, we're going to host a workshop called Just Hit Record, Everything You Need to Know to Start Your Podcast Tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll be teaching everything that we've learned creating this podcast. Yeah. Having a podcast, great way to establish your credibility, great way to convert followers into paying clients. Um, it's, It's just a great asset to have in your business. Um, it can be easy and fun if you know how to let it be easy and fun, which is going to be a big part of what we're sharing. Yeah. Um, and and it's an incredible self-development tool, like being yeah. a podcast host, having a show. Um, so there's so many great reasons. We're going to get into all of them at the training. We're going to give all of our inside secrets on how we've been able to do almost 100 episodes with, honestly, without frustration, without pain. It's been easy. It's been fun. Uh, it's been successful and we're going to pull back the curtain. All that being said, you know, this is not a free workshop, by the way, this is going to be a paid workshop. Um, but the value that's going to be included is going to be, you know, immensely more than what anybody is paying in price. So you've got the date, save the date, more details to come on how to register and, uh, yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it. 
Cool. I think that's it. All right. So there we go. All right. Uh, that's it from us. Follow us on Instagram at it's the no excuses podcast. Follow Ryan. Follow me. Follow everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we'll see you next time or talk to you next time. Yeah. Ciao. Bye.